Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a oh, welcome to a Wednesday. Happy Hanukkah. This is your Jewish Moment in the Morning radio program. And here we are on a Wednesday morning. Of course, as you would suspect, something wrong with my laptop. So we're going to get things started from this source and, and then continue here at JM. In the AM. Thanks so much for listening in, everybody, and happy Hanukkah from JM in the AM. Ufa 
like the menorah. Mm. Grab the shamish, here I'm gonna show ya. Yeah. Light them up from left to right. Come on, we're gonna do it, eat Hanukkah night. Feel it, everybody's gotta come together. Yeah. Gonna try, we're gonna do it better. Come on, use the light, get spiritual.
JM in the AM. Happy Hanukkah. Chag Urim Sameach. Afrelech and Hanukkah, everybody. And thanks for tuning in to JM in the AM. And I want to take this opportunity to wish a mazel tov to the Samanowitz and Bogoff families who are getting set to celebrate the bris of their brand new born uh, to Hanna and Simcha Samanowitz. And uh, we say mazel tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Yes, that means that Sarah and Chef Barret are celebrating the bris of their grandson today, which is pretty amazing. Mazal tov, mazal tov. From all of us here at JM in the AM. Um, Yisrael Baruchov with Yevonim. You heard Miracle done by Matisio. Lenny Solomon's It's Hanukkah Night. Yevonim, that was Yeshiva Boys. Yeshiva Boys with Chasof. Maccabees had Light One Candle Amos. Tour Shmuel Brazil with his Mo's Tour. The Hanukkah medley, that was Micha Gammerman. And of course, Regesh. Modani opening things up, and we say good morning. Welcome to a Wednesday on this December the 1st, the very first day of December 2021, day 27 in the month of Kislev, the year 5782, Bays. Today is the third day of Hanukkah, three candles plus the Shamish, and I hope that um, your holiday has been amazing so far. Had some incredibly delicious Stacy Siegel home cooked latkes last night. Livy vote, just delicious. So I am uh, certainly on the latka potato pancake bandwagon. <laughs> I've officially joined, um, and I guess this will last another few days. I would s- suspect. Don't forget that we say Alanisim. Don't forget we say full Hallel. Don't forget that we um, uh, make all the uh, traditional additions. For um, traditional editions for Hanukkah all through this week of Hanukkah. Um, Rabbi Heber is going to join us. Many of you know that Rabbi David Heber is a, uh, well, a prolific author, a great writer, an amazing rabbi, and somebody who for us is our calendaric trivia consultant. Not that any of the stuff having to do with a Jewish calendar is trivial, but you get my point. And uh, this coming Shabbos and Saturday night is one of the more interesting days for a Gabai. One of the more interesting days for those who are concerned about the the um, lineup of our tefillot and of our insertions, if you will, in our tefillot, in our davening. And Rabbi Heber is going to shine some light on it. And uh, those of you out there who are calendaric trivia fans, and I know we have a lot of them in this audience, Get set, 7.35 this morning, Rabbi Heber with us right here at JM in the AM. And we are very much looking forward to it, that I can tell you. So that's the story. 41 degrees, 60% humidity, winds are west at 11 miles per hour, partly cloudy with a high of 47. And tonight, cloudy, some showers and a low of 42. Tomorrow, cloudy and a high, 56 degrees. Yushalayim has had quite a transition. I think it was about 30 degrees warmer yesterday. It's 57 with some rain in Yushalayim right now. We're at 41 here in New York City as we say good morning at JM in the AM. Happy Hanukkah, everybody, from JM in the AM and the Nahum Siegel Network.
Tzadik Katamar Yifra Ke'erez Balbanon Yizkeh Shetulim Bevet Hashem Bevet Hashem Tzadik Katamar Yifra Ke'erez Balbanon Yizkeh Shetulim Bevet Hashem Bevet Hashem Od Well, that was simply because Little Row that I played from Diaspora <laughs> got me into the mood for Diaspora. So I figured, you know what? Let's toss Sadiq in there. <laughs> Why not? I don't think anybody will complain about that. So you heard both Laro and Sadiq in between Moshe Skyer and his band with Sivi Vone. Perfect for a Hanukkah morning on this Wednesday. Thanks for tuning in. December 1st, the 27th of Kislev. We call this the third day of Hanukkah. Rabbi Heber is going to join us in the second hour this morning. Everyone's excited about that. Uh, we got a we got, we got a good piece of a Jewish calendaric trivia to tell everybody. 41 degrees, partly cloudy, and a high temperature of 47. Don't forget Alanisim and all the traditional additions for Hanukkah all through this week. 
here at the JM and the AM, we like to remind everybody of all the different things that uh, you need to know when going through a holiday week or any week. And this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSingle.com and the NachumSingle Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. Guy, it's on the background. There are news from Israel coming up and plenty more, obviously, on this Wednesday. Here until 9 o'clock. Avrami with a live lunch happens at 11 a.m., 11 until 1. You can uh, utilize our app for comments and certainly for requests. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. For those of you listening on the app who usually don't, because I heard there was a, a slight problem with one of the live streams on our website, I welcome you to this platform, and uh, we are working on getting everything back to 100% behind the scenes. Galitzal in the background. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Wednesday follows next. We say Boker Tov from Jam the Galitzal Mirushalayim, Hashash Time. Shalom Rav, Baul Panehud Graf, in Mashakoreach Shav. משפט נתניהו. בבית המשפט המחוזי בירושלים נמשכת החקירה הנגדית של עד המדינה ניר חפץ שמתמקדת כעת בתנאי המעצר הקשים שלו. מדווח כתבנו איתי שריג. עד המדינה מספר שמנו ממנו אוכל ושינה ועיד שחשש מהצירים אחרים עד כדי סכנת חיים. חפץ מתאר כי היה תשוש גופנית ונפשית בחקירות ושלא נתנו לו לראות רופא. היועץ לשעבר הסיג שהוא סבל באופן מכוון מאותם תנאי מעצר. הותר לפרסום כי ארנון גלעדי הוא הבכיר לשעבר בעיריית תל אביב יפו, החשוד בעבירות מין בקטין. על פי החשד, העבירות המיוחסות לו הראו לכאורה, גם כשנפגע העבירה, חדל להיות קטין. כתבתנו הדס שטייף מציינת שגלעדי שוחרר היום למעצר בית בתנאים מגבילים. פרשת המשחק הגדול בית המשפט השלום בראשון לציון העריך בשבעה ימים את מעצרו של החשוד המרכזי בפרשה, בעל ביתר ירושלים משה חוגג, שנמצא במעצר זה שבועיים. חוגג חשוד בהונאה במטבעות וירטואליים בהיקף מאות מיליוני שקלים, וכן בחשד לביצוע עבירות מין. כתבנו אדר גיציס מציין כי לפני שעה קלה דן בית המשפט בהסרת צו איסור הפרסום על פירוט עבירות המין בהן חשוד חוגג. השופט ארז מלמד אישר את הסרת הצו, אך עיכב את הביצוע ב-48 שעות. פרשת מות הנער אהוביה סנדק היועץ המשפטי לממשלה סיים את בחינת התיק והחזיר אותו לפרקליט המדינה. הביא את הפרטים, כתבנו ביהודה ושומרון, שחר גליק. כשמשפחת סנדק פנתה לפרקליט המדינה לקראת ציון שנה למות בנם, הוא הסביר, תיק החקירה של מות אהוביה הועבר ליועץ המשפטי לממשלה. כעת היועמ"ש, היחיד שבסמכותו לאשר כתב אישום נגד הקטינים אחרי יותר משנה, עונה למשפחה ואומר, אני סיימתי את עבודתי, התיק חזר לפרקליטות. עורך הדין אריאל עטרי מארגון חוננו מסר בתגובה, רשויות החוק מעבירות את התיק מיד ליד, כאילו זה תפוח אדמה לוהט. המשפחה דורשת צדק. בשנת 2020 היו 688 אלף בעלי מוגבלות חמורה בישראל. 
כך על פי נתוני הלשכה המרכזית לסטטיסטיקה. מדווחת כתבתנו לענייני רווחה, שירה מן. 40 אחוז אינם מועסקים בכוח העבודה, זאת לעומת 17 אחוזים במגזר הכללי. גם בתחום החינוך קיים פער משמעותי, 43 אחוזים מהאנשים עם מוגבלות הם חסרי תעודת בגרות, לעומת 27 אחוז בשאר האוכלוסייה. מהנתונים עולה תמונה עגומה בנוגע לשילובם באוכלוסייה הכללית, יומיים בלבד לפני היום הבינלאומי לזכויות אנשים עם מוגבלות. מזג האוויר, גשם ירד מדי פעם מצפון הארץ ועד צפון הנגב, וילווה ברוחות ערות. בצפון הארץ ייתכנו סופות רעמים בודדות, בדרום הארץ ייתכן אובך. קיים חשש קל משיטפונות בנחלי מדבר יהודה וים המלח. לקראת ערב הגשם ייחלש בהדרגה. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד. Oh, 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 oh,
שנים נקבצו עליי, אזי בימי חשמנים, ופרצו חומות מגדליי, ותימו כל השמנים. ומנות הקנקנים, נשא נס לשושנים, בני בינה ימי שמונה. קבו שיר עונני. ומנות הקנקנים נשא נס לשושנים, בני בינה ימי שמונה קבו שיר עונני. יוונים נקבצו עליי אזי בימי חשמנים, ופרצו חומות מגדליי, ותימו כל השמנים. ומנות הקנקנים, נשא נס לשושנים, בני בינה ימי שמונה, קבו שיר עונני. ושם תודה נזבח. את אחים מטבח, מצהם נבח. אז אגמור בשיר מזמור חנוכת children with things that their life didn't die light one candle for the pain they endured when the right to exist was denied light one candle for the terrible sacrifice justice and freedom demand but light one candle for the wisdom to know when the peacemakers time is at hand
suffering pain we learned so long ago light one candle for all we believe in that ain't there not tear us apart and light one candle to find us together with peace as a song in our
הנוסעים ועל הפורקן ועל הגבורות ועל התשואות והמלחמות שעשית לאבותינו בימים ההם בזמן הזה. על הנוסעים ועל הפורקן ועל הגבורות ועל התשואות ועל המלחמות שעשית לאבותינו בימים ההם בזמן הזה.
J.M. in the A.M. with Miami in Va'achar Kane, words we say in Alanisim every day. Jonathan Rimbrick's Haneris Halalu, Alanisim from the Emory Sheish Boys Choir, Benny Friedman's Light One Candle, Aaron Razel with Yavunim, Candlelight with the Y.U. Maccabees. Boy, oh boy, we have really, really packed the first three days of Hanukkah with some amazing Hanukkah selections, and I appreciate all the comments uh, from our listeners here at J.M., in the AM. Yes, it is five years to the day that we left terrestrial radio. So a big thank you to those of you who have kept us going with this amazing Nahum Siegel network, uh, primarily heard on computer, on uh, phone lines, on apps, on other, on web radios, on other platforms. It's unbelievable just how many different ways people have to listen. And, um, uh, the move from uh, terrestrial radio was described as an amicable divorce um, between uh, the Nahum Siegel entity and the WFMU. And I think five years later, I would say that's still a good way to describe it. My relationship with the people at WFMU continues to be very strong. In fact, I saw my old general manager, Ken Friedman, just about a month ago, less than a month ago, and uh, had quite a uh, wonderful get-together. So... um. I thank all of you who've made this a tremendous success five years later. A lot of people have made this a tremendous success uh, more than we ever dreamed of, frankly. So I thank you all very, very much for all of that from all of us here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Wednesday morning on this 1st of December, the 27th of Kislev, third day of Hanukkah. Um, yeah, Sandy says she's listening on the app and no problems. Yeah, it looks like the app is 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 fine this morning. Just the, the website had a couple of uh, glitches that we are dealing with. And hopefully those will be cleared up very soon. Makor Disability Services in Congregation Renat Yisrael in Teaneck, New Jersey, invite you to an inclusive Hanukkah minion for individuals with special with specialized needs and their families, friends, and fans. Happening this coming Sunday at 9 a.m. in the base Medrash. Uh, it's wheelchair accessible, sensory sensitive. The tefillah will be led by our dear friend Jeff Braverman, and it's all happening in Congregation Renat Yisrael on West Englewood Avenue in Teaneck this coming Sunday under the leadership of Makor Disability Services and Congregation Renat Yisrael. For information, 718-853-0900, 718-853-0900. What a wonderful thing to do this coming Sunday in Teaneck. Our friends at uh, Gaia Coffee remind you that you are one brew bag away from an incredible and delicious fresh-brewed cup of coffee who literally take your... Uh, your large cup or glass or mug of hot water, toss in a Gaia brew bag, and you've got a fresh brewed cup of coffee. That's how it works. It's pretty amazing. Go to GaiaCoffee.com. Enjoy a 15% discount with promo code radio, G-A-I-A-Coffee.com, G-A-I-A-Coffee.com. And speaking of promo codes, we have confirmed that the, confirmed the Shop Eichler's promo code is good uh, if you use promo code radio today, may have been a problem yesterday, and I apologize for that, but right now it's fine. If you use promo code radio uh, today at shopiclose.com, it's 10% off across the board in their big Cyber uh, Monday sale that's continuing all week long. So again, go to shopiclose.com, shopiclose.com. Make sure to use promo code radio. You save 10% across the board. And. Um, and that is that. That's about all you got to do. And our friends at A&H, our friends at Abel's and Hyman, remind you that it's a big Shabbos Hanukkah coming up. You want to make sure you have delicious meat treats for your family. A&H has an incredible display at all of the major kosher supermarkets in our area, and there are a lot of them now. 
And, of course, you can enjoy a 10% discount with promo code radio at kosherdogs.net. Try A&H today. You'll be glad you did. And a happy Hanukkah for everybody at A&H to our wonderful audience. And remember, when using uh, and, and checking in online with our amazing clients and wonderful sponsors, always use promo code radio. That is the rule. Always use promo code Radio. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechanishmas Harav Zebnevitz of Alevi, Zechanishmas Esther Basarvitz of Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We find the fascinating halacha concerning the Hanukkah candles. It says in Shulchan Aruch, Afilu Ani, even a poor person, Misparnis Menatstaka, that receives their livelihood from charity, Shoel Omoche Kesuso, they even have to sell their clothing. In order to buy oil to light. This in itself is something fascinating because we're not talking about a person that is just a little bit poor. We're talking about a person that has no money whatsoever until the point that they have to sell their coat in order to buy Nerus for Hanukkah. The Sefer Kiatoi Modi tells us. From this we learn that on Hanukkah, our kochos, our powers, have no limitations. Even if I need to go without a coat in order to buy candles and oil for Hanukkah, I can do it and I can survive. Hanukkah is the time of year when we are reminded of the eternity of the Jew, the power of the Jew to survive and to overcome all odds over the generations. The great Klosenberger Rebbe once asked a particular individual in the community to do something on behalf of the Klau. The man answered him, I will do whatever I can. Whatever is in my power, I'll be able to do. At that moment, the Klosenberger Rebbe told him, I want you to know, before the Holocaust, there was a bacher, there was a young man that whenever I would have to give a shear, he would carry my svarim, he would carry my huge books for me. The reason is, I simply had no power, no strength to carry those books. However, during the war, they made me carry boulders up a mountain. Sometimes the day was 12 hours, sometimes the day was 13. Somehow, Hashem gave me superhuman strength, and I carried those boulders day and night, and I didn't wear out. So too, you should know that Hashem can give you strength at any moment, even those things that you thought may not be within your capability. We Jews are chutzmiderach hateva. We are beyond nature. Take it on. Do it for the community, and you will be successful. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. Oh, Hanukkah, oh, Hanukkah, come light the menorah. Let's have a party, we'll all dance the horror. Gather round the table, we'll give you a treat. Dreidels to play with and latkes to eat. And while we are playing, the candles are burning low. One for each night, they shed a sweet light to remind us of days long ago. One for each night, they shed a sweet light to remind us of days long ago. Sipi so so so, Hanukkah, Hanukkah, 
Slava Zemmer Boys Choir with a little Hanukkah medley, Wednesday morning broadcast here at JM in the AM, and I thank all of you for tuning in. Well, the word's been getting around that Rabbi David Heber is uh, a guest of ours this morning on JM in the AM. Whenever we have an opportunity to discuss Jewish calendaric trivia, uh, or in this case, a specific question as it relates to Hanukkah 5782, Rabbi Heber is kind enough to make himself available. He, of course, is... uh, 
Kasha's administrator at the Star K. He is spiritual leader of Kahal Avas Yisrael Tzemach Tzedek down in uh, the Baltimore area. And he is officially the Jewish calendaric consultant to JM in the AM. Rabbi Heber, happy Hanukkah. A pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Great. Always great to be here. A friend of Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah to all your listeners and to you and your family. Thank you Hope very everyone's much. well. Oh, things are going well, Baruch Hashem. All right. Uh, I, 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 it would be inappropriate for me to ask you to paskin a Shiloh uh, for a specific situation, but I'll ask it in a general way so I can get your advice. A shul, as everyone knows, or at this point I would hope everyone knows, this coming Shabbos we use three Sifrei Torah. What would you recommend to a synagogue that only has two Sifrei Torah? How should they handle the uh, Torah reading on this coming Shabbos? Oh, that's a good that's a good question. So, the real question is: Do you roll the the which which sefer Torah do you roll? Do you roll? So you can start with Parshas Miketz, right? Right. That's that's the first sefer Torah. Okay. The second sefer Torah, you're going to go to to sefer Bamidbar. So you're right. going to lane from from Rosh Chodesh, right? Uh, which is going to be the Shvi Aliyah. Okay. So now the the question is: It would seem to be, and there are those that hold. That you roll the, you simply instead of doing Hagvan, the second Sefer Torah, you simply roll the. Uh, you're closer, right? right? You're closer, and roll you may to the Nusser, roll right? the second Sefer Torah, right? Uh, back. However, however, there is a major discussion by by Simchus Torah about what to do if you have if you have over there. You could have this problem also. There, right. you're, you're really that's a big role because yeah, you yeah. go from <laughs> from the, yeah, from from the You're going to go all the way back to to, to Bereshis, or how do you do it? I think the ideal thing would you roll in this case, you would roll the second Sefer Torah back to to uh, to Parshas Nasai and not to Hagba. The only thing you lose out of a Hagba, right? So I think it's a Machlekes Hapayskim. I have notes on this. Um, my son wrote a whole long shikol Torah on this, which I don't have a, a, a instant access to. Right, but uh, it's a, it, it is a fascinating discussion as Hilchos Simchas Torah. All right, and the, uh, where and, it's discussed. So, so a synagogue with two Torahs this Shabbos, it would seem reasonable that if they're rolling the second to get to the third to the spot of the third reading, that would be reasonable. Correct. Correct. It's certainly right. In other words, it's it's definitely less tefach than tibura. Right. The only thing is you lose you lose out on a hagba. Right. You lose out on a hagba and a galila, which is um, you know, which is okay. All right. And Kod- uh, and Kaddish okay do. But and Kaddish- uh, again, I think there might be those that say to to do you know do hagba. The truth is, well, you wouldn't do hagba on the second one and then roll the second one because that's that's a uh, right. That itself is not. The question is, do you do hagba the second one and go back and go back to the first one? So they they talk about this, and again, it makes from a tichus sense. It makes sense to tichus of course, meaning you don't want to de- no, to delay unnecessary delay. So we go ahead and we uh, we take the second one and just roll it back. We're I want close. I mean, I, you're talking I, only a few parshas. I wonder if I wonder if they're able after the hagba on the first one if they're able to take that Torah to a different. Like to the back room, so to speak. Not that they would miss laning; they'd still hear laning. 
But in the back room, they Correct. would roll that Torah while the second Torah is being read. And they would roll right. that Torah. Unless, or during the Mishabera. So if you got a right. lot of <laughs> right, between Aliyahs. Uh, so they got all the time in the world for some and people. I, and, know, I, like, uh, and I had, you know, I, I'm 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 pretty outspoken on the issue of Tirchah uh, Tzibura. Not pro. I'm con, like you're supposed to be. And and right. uh, and yeah. and I was saying to myself, you know what? You might be able to actually roll that Torah. And I don't know if this is even acceptable because you know it, it would it would like I'd, I'd have to assume it would be improper to do this. But could you imagine doing it while the uh, while the Balkari is saying Kaddish? As they're saying Kaddish, which of course is, right, is not, it, it, yeah, that's a, it, but it would, mm. it would be a very bad visual, right? A very bad. No, visual. Yeah, it would yeah, not yeah, be respectful. Not, you don't want to, yeah, not, not such a great idea. I hope you're yeah, at least. Yeah, I hope you're at least yeah. proud of me for thinking of that one. Yeah, no, no, no. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's but it, good. The, the, the no. Shabrura alludes to this issue in uh, in Hukasukas Tyra. He talks about he talks about this problem again. Each case is different. Right, each case is different because you know, you're dealing with a different role, right? Over there, also, but between two and three is certainly closer than between one and three. I'm talking about Tzipus right. Tyra, right? You know, where you have this, where you have this problem. Right. Um, I can reference this real quick here. I have a Mishabura here while uh, while we continue to discuss this. Unbelievable! What what there? What incredible service we get on the spot research yeah, yeah. from you. That's so nice. Well, I, should, I should know better. I want to hang up and call my son. We'll have to post it on your... Uh, it would be my pleasure. Your, yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be my pleasure. By, by the way, I would think that rabbis should be extra careful this Shabbos because you know how it, how, how sometimes of Al-Khori will come across what he thinks is a mistake in the Torah and then it'll become a little bit of a tumult, a little bit of a... Of a bruha, not a bruhaha, but a hoopla. It'll be a little bit of a hoopla about whether you can continue laning from that Torah or not. This Shabbos, I'd be very careful <laughs> in terms of making that decision when most synagogues have their, you know, complete supply of Sifrei Torah at three. So, you know, and, and, and you know, not not everybody's got ten Sifrei Torah, especially ten kosher Sifrei Torah. So, I'd be very cautious before postling a Torah this Shabbos. A hundred, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Absolutely, absolutely. Of course, you only have one safer Torah, you know. Then also, that that in a way is an easier call because right. you just have one. You roll it, and you're, you know, and you're there. You know, you're yeah. good to go. Right. With uh, with one safer Torah. So All right. That, that certainly works. Rabbi Heber has brought to our attention um, uh, many, many years ago. I think it was back in 2002, if I'm not mistaken. And he has brought to our attention again this year uh, the uh, question of what happens this coming Saturday night. There is a uh, even though. It is totally halachically permissible, and if I'm misstating this, you'll tell me. It's totally halachically permissible before Shmona Esrei of Mariv, and I believe Mincha as well, to uh, remind the congregation about any insertion that must be made in Shmona Esrei, whether it's Yalaviyovo, Alanisim, etc., etc., etc. Nonetheless, there are congregations that prefer to get this reminder across to the crowd by clopping, if you will, by by banging on the bima. And the bang on the bima normally on a Rosh Chodesh will mean Yalaviyavo. On the first day of Hanukkah will obviously mean Alanisim. Um, uh, uh, I'm trying to think of other examples. Uh, Maybe may uh, may a, uh, a clop on a mincha of Tzibur might mean Sim Shalom for those who normally don't say Sim Shalom at the Mincha, uh, and Anenu, you know, a reminder for Anenu and Sim Shalom. So that's when the clop is usually utilized. This Saturday night, Rabbi Heber, Matzei Shabbos, we have a unique situation where, in theory, three or more items could be referenced by the Gabai's clop 
on the Bema? What do we do? Okay, so you're, you said exactly perfect. That is true. The Shulchan Aruch Paskins in Hilchus uh, Rosh says very clearly that the Gabbai or whoever is allowed to announce uh, what's going on. His example, interesting, he says the Gabbai is allowed to be Machris, which means to announce Rosh So what they would do is they would apparently, by Marav, they would give a clap and yell out Rosh And everybody knew, oh, it's, I'm talking about regular Rosh They right. would give a clap. Right. And everyone knew that, oh, it must be Yalvi Yavai. But obviously, your choice of words could be, you know, Yalvi Yavai, Al Anisim, Nachem, Antishabav, Anenu, on a fast day. There are obviously various insertions that we make. So it's 100% permissible. By Shachris, we should mention, is the only time you can't do that because right. we have to be Samach Ka'ulu Latvila, right, which is can. a very near and dear topic to me because that was my question on my Fahar when I went to Tal's Yeshiva in Chicago. Wow. Uh, and uh, that was, they asked me on, where I was learning in eighth grade in, uh, in St. Louis, Upstate Hebrew Academy. We were learning brachas, and we learned that, and the Rashivas asked me on on the Gemara, Batsuka School of Tzvila, how you know it, and so on. So it's a very near and dear topic. Um, so it's, you you have to connect Smichas Kuul Tzvila, which means you can't, you can't never be mastic, as we know. You can't, Interrupt right between Gal Yisrael Shmanasir. So Shachris is off limits. Right. Okay. You, so we know announcements by Shachris. You can only clap. You can't. You can't speak. But by Myriv, and certainly by Mincha, even though by Myriv you're not allowed to talk between. Uh, there's a Gula and a Tila, but it's not as as Chamer. It's not as strict. And therefore, Shacharach says you're allowed to you're allowed to announce. Right. The, the Mishabrura notes that not only you're allowed to announce things that count, meaning that if you if you Make a mistake, you have to dive it over again, like the Saint Talmatulavracha, right? If you if you erroneously don't say the Saint Talmatulavracha, you have to dive it over again. Right. So certainly, you need to announce that. Right. But even Al Hanisim, the Allah is if a person forgot Al Hanisim and they completed the bracha of you know Maidim Cholachayim Atavshim the Allah is they do not have to dive it over again. They don't have right. to go back. David again, some would say no kind of sore, but if you finish Manasseh, you don't have to go back. So it's right. not so strict. You could still announce it. And Yalv Yavay at night, the Allah on Rosh Chaydish night, if you miss, you also don't have to go back. You could still announce that also. Right. So the Allah is clearly you're allowed to announce it. But as you mentioned, there are many places that just give a clap. The obvious problem is Matzah Shabbos, as, as, as we discussed already, wow, 20 years ago, right, <laughs> is, that, is that in 2002 was the last time this happened. There, this coming Matzah Shabbos, let's step back a second in discussion, besides being Hanukkah, besides being Rosh Chaydish, is we begin saying the same Talmud Livracha, which in Chutz Laaretz, we begin saying on the night of December the 4th, um, in certain years, not this year, it begins December 5th, not this year, not till uh, 2023 will that happen. Okay. So this year and next year, we begin Talmud on December 4th. By Marav, December 4th is Shabbos, so Matzah Shabbos, Saturday night, we begin saying the same Talmud Tzavracha. So the obvious problem is, is that if the Gabbai gives a clap, this Matzah Shabbos, people are going to think that, oh, I didn't say Alvi Yavai, tonight's Rosh Chaydish. Today was Rosh Chaydish, so tonight's Rosh Chaydish also. They can say Alvi Yavai, they're going to miss the same Talmud Tzavracha. They're only going to say the same Bracha, and then they're going to be in, 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 uh, in a problem situation. Um, it's actually a, a complicated problem situation, but the bottom line is they need to daven Shemana over again. Right. 
Um, it is a complex other issue with the exact time. Talmata, we, we hold Talmata because by Myriv, there's a question exactly. You go by the time of the beginning of the Tkufa, which is which is fall. Maybe you don't have to get Talmata till later. So you would actually dive in over Shman Esrei again by Myriv, saying, if I'm obligated in Myriv, Shman Esrei again, this is my Myriv. If I'm not obligated, because I haven't reached the time yet, the time is not till... Um, uh, is going to be first in the morning. So then I am diving what's called an adava. I'm giving a, a, a present, Shmanesrei, a, wow. a gift, Shmanesrei, which is a topic beyond the scope of our discussion here. But bottom line, it's got to over again. And now, if, if you, therefore, it's critical that Shul's either announced there or before Myrev, you know, places that don't want to make that announcement during davening, right before Myrev, the Rav or the Gabba gets up and says, we're beginning to say, Tomat Racha. And don't forget it. You need to say it. I'm mm-hmm. The number of clops this coming Matzei Shabbos could be, could be, hear me out for a second, because this is going to sound dramatic and ridiculous, <laughs> could be four, because on Matzei Shabbos we insert Atachan This Matzei Shabbos we insert Vesein Talamat, they're replacing Vesein Bracha. This Matzei Shabbos, we say Yalaviyavo, right? Because Sunday is still Rosh Chodesh. And this Matzei Shabbos, we say Alanisim because it's the seventh night of Hanukkah. So in theory, although I know you're rolling your eyes at the Atachan Antanu thing, I get it. <laughs> but, none, but nonetheless, if someone is not paying attention, they could think that one clop is referring to any of those four that two clops are referring to two of any of those four, and as you described, it gets very confusing. I would have to assume that because, and you'll tell me if you agree or not, I don't know what goes on in your shul, I'd have to assume that because the the tendency is to stop clopping for Al-Hanisim somewhere around the second or third day of Hanukkah. Am I right about that, Rabbi Heber, right, or correct. not? Correct, absolutely, right? absolutely, absolutely. The, the, full fir- the full first day, right, the first night and the first day, there's clopping at all three tefillos. I would say it sometimes lasts into Marim of the second night, maybe even Shacharis of the second day, and then all of a sudden the Gabayim have full faith and everybody's going to remember al right? That would correct. be a good way yes, of describing correct. it. Absolutely, absolutely. So Atachan for obvious reasons, and al are really not part of the equation this Matzei Shabbos. So I'd have to assume, and any responsible Gabay out there, I think we'd have to conclude, that the proper number of clops for this coming Matzei Shabbos is two, as much as I really want to see there be three, <laughs> and it'd be more dramatic, right. is two, and those two will represent the start of a Saint Talamutter and the reminder to insert Yala Viavo. Absolutely. Except you need to announce it, because as, as you right. know as well as I, this is probably worldwide shuls, there's always the God by wannabes <laughs> who go ahead and clap. So every every Yalavi gets two or three claps. Every Rishchidosh is always on this clap, or the God by stalled a second and somebody jumped the gun. So two claps is not a Kiddush, meaning two claps is the norm in most places because you got all these clappers. So if someone hears two claps this Masei Shabbos, they say, oh yeah, which 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 fellow wanted to be, you know, the guy who reminds the overzealous clapper. Right? Yeah. All right, so before your suggestion, therefore, is, Rabbi Heber, to wrap this up, your suggestion is before Mariv, there be at least two reminders, Visei Talamatar and Yalavievo. 
and, and why not remind Frala Nisim as well? Correct, absolutely. And absolutely. then when it comes to uh, uh, when it comes to Shemota Esrei on uh, Marav Matzei Shabbos, you would recommend, which is halachically permissible as we've described, uh, that there be another reminder, and at the minimum, if there's no other reminder, at least clop responsibly. <laughs> Correct. Exactly. Now, two other other interesting notes yeah. about uh, this coming Shabbos. Yep. Shabbos. Several notes on, on this topic. There's, there's been a discussion about you know the infrequency of well, we'll, we'll talk about first Matzah Shabbos. It's it's actually somebody pointed this out to me. It's the longest weekday Shemana Esrei where you talk about the 18 brachas, right. 18, 19 brachas. In right. other words, Erev Yom Kippur by Mincha is longer because right. you have all the alchets. But as far as a weekday Shema and Roshan, of course, Musaf is certainly longer. Right. But but as far as a weekday Shema and Esrei from, you know, of us to the beginning, Baruch HaTashem, etc., through Habarech Shema and this is, interestingly enough, the longest Shema and Esrei. Now, your honor, I will tell you that someone yesterday sent me an email and said, oh, not so fast, <gasps> not so fast, because maybe Tisha B'Av by Mincha, if you say, you know, Tishbar by Mincha, you say Shib Sholem, but here by Marv, if you say Sholem Rav, Nachem is pretty long. So in your honor, I counted. Oh, no I counted way. this morning oh. for the show. <laughs> I couldn't get on the show and not have this this, this clear. <laughs> it comes out that no, that this Matzei Shabbos, because you have the extra Vesei Talmud to live Rocha, um, you have the longest, it's actually lo- longer I counted quickly. I didn't get the exact numbers, but it's, it seems to be a good uh, eleven words longer. Unbelievable. Than, uh, I may be off by a few, but uh, it's certainly longer. I, it was definitely longer than uh, than Tishbar by Mincha. That's number one. Number two, this is important because we we spoken about this, but not in this context. There is a discussion going on that maybe this coming Shabbos morning is the rarest Shmona Esrei that we have. And that is the good, good, good call, but not exactly. What are we doing this coming Shabbos morning? Um, this coming Shabbos morning, we have yeah, a, a relatively infrequent Shabbosre. We have by Musaf, we have Atiyat Sarta, right. which is the Musaf for Shchaydish Shabbosre right. with Al Anisim, right. which happens every year. Right. We have that every year. Right. But sorry, no, every year we have a Musaf on Shabbos right. Hanukkah. But this year we have Shabbos for Shchaydish Hanukkah. Right. So we have Atiyat Sarta. With Alanisim, okay, not that common, right? We, right. Not that common. Right. Parenthetically, that Shemona Esrei is recited on the same day that we recite the longest Birchus Hamazon, which is the Shabbos, right. uh, where we have um, uh, Alanisim and Ritzay, uh, Alanisim, Ritzay, and Yalvi Yavai. Right. So this coming Shabbos, we have Alanisim, Ritzay, Yalvi Yavai, longest benching, right? That's one of those famous right. uh, questions and answers. Okay, but back to, back to Musaf. You have Atiyah Tzarta, you have al and you have Ulchaparas Pasha. Oh, right. Right, because it's a leap year. It's right. a leap year. So you have a Shabbos Rishchei Dishchanukah in, in a leap year. So you get this rare Shman Esrei. And indeed, thinking this through a lot, this would seem to be the rare Shman Esrei in Eretz Yisrael. The most infrequent Shman Esrei in Eretz Yisrael. It happens maybe once in about nine years or so, nine or ten years. And it's Dishman Esrei. Now, what about Chutzlaretz? Okay, so Chutzlaretz has a rare Rishman Esrei, and we've spoken about this many times, so I'll be short here. This coming Matzah Shabbos, right. if it would have just been a day earlier, right. Right, if it would have been December 3rd, right. then you'd have the same Bracha, and Al-Adisim, and Atachan Antonu, and Yal Yavai. And Mashavu. That is the rare Shman Esrei that we had in 1994. Right. 
and we won't have it again until 2089. So we have that 95-year gap, which only it only happens when you have this type of year in the 16th year of the 19th year cycle, which means it's a very, very early year. Remember the year 2013 when Thanksgiving was, yeah, was of course. Uh, Hanukkah? Remember Thank, that? Thanksgiving that, that type of year where you see Hanukkah, Thanksgiving was Hanukkah. That means Hanukkah ended already. You know, the Rish Chaydish was right. before Talamatar. So you had this extremely rare Shvan essay, but that's only Chutzlaretz because in Eretz they already began saying Talamatar on Zion Cheshvan. Right. They, they don't get this. This infrequent money. Ah, amazing, amazing, amazing. So the next, you said 2023 is the next time it's going to move, that the St. Talmud is going to move to December 5th. That's because it's that's, the, correct. that's because it's the December before a secular leap year? Correct. Correct. What happens is 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 the December before, and if you want, there's a sheer on, I just gave, I was at Ernst Yisrael last week for the, um, for the Mir Yachikala, and they had the opportunity to give a sheer in the uh, in the shul right right for the dafyami, dafyami the Titus dafyud was just about um, this this Indian, this topic of when you start to say talmud to the oh is that the one so that had, came out on November twenty second that everyone's going crazy about that the daf correct the, the yes, daf yes, the daf yes, actually yes. was a so, coincidence because apparently there's a base yosef that says yes that, that there was a delay correct. I mean I mean I, I I wrote down this whole history when someone told it to me I want to thank Rabbi Oppenheim down in Charlotte who gave me this information he's a, he's a big fan of our conversations and he wrote to me he said I don't know if Rabbi Heber does does a secular calderic trivia but <laughs> this might be secular when it ties into right when, when it, it ties, ties into the Jewish calendar correct. like this like this yeah so I have this I have a if, if you want to read in the intriguing world of Jewish time the the book. That I just that I just wrote in there. I have a, this whole topic explained within November twenty second and twenty third. And on Torah, anytime I gave the shear in the the, the Pins Columbus Bedrash near the mirror, and I went through this whole topic. And it was interesting speaking to Israelis because to them, the December fourth and fifth is right. just halacha v'loyla ma'isa, which right. means it's it's the halacha, but it's not right. irrelevant. It's so irrelevant it was, to them, right? You know, because they don't, they start saying cheshvan and they're done, right. right? You know, all the December fourth and fifth doesn't, uh, you know, doesn't doesn't apply doesn't apply there. Uh, so that that's the, recorded on, on the Torah anytime. And um, uh, it was a nice opportunity. But there we went through this whole discussion. Basically, to, to make it brief, is that every four years the kufa, which is the time according to uh, the beginning of the fall. Is is at nine o'clock at night? Okay, the kufa of Tishrei, which is according to Shmuel, is always on October seventh. Right. Every four years, it's at nine o'clock at night. Now, nine o'clock at night, we know is halachically tomorrow. Right. In other words, it's the next day already. So that bumps Talumotar up a day to instead of December fourth by Myrev, it's December fifth at Myrev, and that always will happen in the year preceding. A secular leap year. Oh, or yeah. The simple, way, the simple way to remember it, it is a month before the presidential primaries begin. Right. You know, it's funny. Now I understand because online I found that there are two years in a row when it starts on December 5th, but that's because one of them is a Friday night. So that's exactly, why, right, right, right. right, yeah, right. So that, that would make sense. Uh, and there was one other thing I wanted to ask you on this. Uh, oh, yeah. And uh, based on the information I got about the uh, about this topic, apparently, about uh, apparently, Eighty years from now, there's going to be a change, where it, yes, you know about this, huh? <laughs> Absolutely. 
what, what happens if, if you, you, you it's in the book and on the shear for those that want to elaborate on this. But basically, in 2100, they're going to skip February 29th. Wow. Based on the Gregorian calendar, that was it was um, a correction uh, that they want to make. 1582, they started it in America. They started in 1751. That's why there's two gear. So okay, we're talking about the second of the calendar. There's two gears in George Washington's birthday, right? Well, it's really three because they celebrated in America on the third Monday of February. Right. But it used to be when we were kids on February 22nd. Right. But Yeshayim, it was February. 11th, because when he was born, the America, the, uh, England, was, America was a uh, British colony back then. When when George Washington was born in 1732, it, until 1751, America had the old calendar. So so w- his birthday switched because they added, uh, they skipped 11 days. Unbelievable. So anything before 1751 in America and slash England changed. So the whole calendar changed. So it really depended where you lived. When Talamata began, so this Yosef that says November twenty second lived before fifteen eighty two, before anybody changed the calendar, it was based on Abu Dram, who I think lived in the fourteen hundreds, I believe, or thereabout. And and once we once the the the, uh, the calendar, the you know the secular calendar, the civil calendar, skipped eleven day, ten days, and then subsequently three days by skipping February twenty ninth in. 1700, 1800, 1900, that shifted Talmud to December 4th and 5th. In 2100, there will not be a February 29th, which on the books there should be, right? It's a presidential election year. It's a, right. divisible by four. But every three, every every hundred years, if it's not divisible by 400, it's not a leap year. And whenever that happens, Talmud gets shifted a day. So our Sidurim, so, our Sidurim 100 years from now, instead of saying December 4th and 5th, we'll say... We'll, instead of saying December 4th and 5th, we'll say December 5th and 6th. Wow. The norm will be the 5th by Myriv. Wow. And the, and, the, and the years, let's say 2103, 2107, 2111, will be December the 6th by Myriv. So Friday night, a day later. So when, when people years from now are researching Sidurim of the 20th century, they'll have to explain why their sitter has a different uh, a time, a different date to start the St. Talamata than, than we did, you know, 100 years earlier. Correct. Pretty what's, cool. What's Pretty cool. Two, two notes here. One is, if you look at that Beis Yosef, the printer did you a favor, and when it says November 22nd and 23rd, he did you a favor and wrote December 3rd and 4th, or some of them say December 2nd and 3rd. The printer did you a favor. The problem is, his favor only lasted till 1900, right? Because never, the printer in the 1800s put in the correction, quote unquote, which was a correction right. back then. But again, that correction became, uh, you know, a moot in 1900 when we switched it again. So Sidurim are going to have to be reprinted. You'll have to, you'll have to get your send yourself a just stamped envelope <laughs> for the sticker <laughs> <laughs> to, put, uh, to, put, to put on your to put on your sitter. Right. One la- one last thing I want to tell you about this Shabbos is that we take out three Sefer Tyra. Okay, we are in a year now that has three times we take out three Sefer Tyra. Right. Not really that common. We have it. We had it so Tyra, of course, right. every year we got three Sefer Tyra. This Shabbos we got three Sefer Tyra. Shabbos Hachodesh. Right. Is three Sefer Torah. We're we're on a really good streak here because we had it also with Chaydish Adar earlier on this in 2021. Right. With Chaydish Adar, um, we had it as well. 
2021, you know, this year, so three times this year, okay, listen to this, three times in a seven-year span, we have three Sifritar. This is the last year of that, of, of, of that span. We've had it, we had it uh, six, six years ago, um, and uh, we, we had it also uh, between that time. So basically, in a seven-year span, we've had three years of three Sifrit Tyra. Wow. It's pretty cool. It's pretty neat. Last yeah. time last time that happened Uh-oh, go ahead. was 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 hundred and twenty years ago <laughs> when it, it, it hundred and twenty one years ago when it ended in nineteen hundred was the end of a of a set of three of, of like that. And here's really neat. Okay. We've had three Sifrit Tyra in three years in one cycle of Shemitah. Because we had it six years ago. We had it uh, uh, three or four years ago, and I'm, I'm drawing a blank which one that was. And we had it, we've had it now, but it's three times, it's three times in seven years in one Shemitah cycle. That hasn't happened in 720 years. Amazing. Last time that happened ended in 1400, 700, 721 years ago, uh, which was 100, uh, what was that, 103 Shemitahs ago. That cycle that ended in 1400 had three Sifrit Taira in three years in a seven-year one Shemitah span. So we're getting in a lot of three Sifrit Taira, and uh, it's a very big uh, of it. But the open the Aaron is a, you know, to have 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 in mind the the, the beauty of uh, three Sifrit Taira, and um, it's a school for, you know, for anytime they open an Aaron, it's a Shastra. Yeah, and, but there's no scene. But certainly with three of tiring yeah. the bonus. And there's no scene like uh, the Bima uh, being graced by uh, three people holding three Sifrei Torah and saying Shema Yisrael and everybody responding. It, it, it's an absolutely beautiful, beautiful sight, and everyone gets to, ex- gets to experience it this Shabbos. And uh, you're right, we shouldn't absolutely. take it lightly. And those who really dress up the Sifrei Torah beautifully with uh, uh, beautiful covers and lovely silver, it just enhances the experience for everybody. So, kolakavo to the gabayim and the shamashim and the rabbis and everybody who make sure not the not only to teach us uh, and to uh, and inspire us and it comes to davening, but take care of the visual as well. The visual in shul should be one uh, that looks and feels holy as well, Rabbi Heber. Absolutely, because that's really you know for us uh, that that's the seed we have and. Undoubtedly, the beautiful scenes as children. It makes a tremendous, yeah. you know, Rosham impact on children that they have that beautiful scene in their mind, and that's what they picture, and they take it with them throughout their life in their in their serving uh, the Rebbeinu Shalom. No question about it. Rabbi David Heber is the Rabbi of Kahal Avis Yisrael Tzemach Tzedek in Baltimore, Kashrus Administrator at the Star K, and we are again highly, highly, highly recommending his book. It's a brand new book. We had an opportunity to discuss it in depth. Last time Rabbi Heber was on, it's called The Intriguing World of Jewish Time. Just Google it and buy it and enjoy it and get it for the young kids, the uh, the bar and bat mitzvah children in our community who you know have a sense of this stuff and will appreciate it and really uh, uh, would enjoy the trivial part. Not that anything's trivial about it, but you get my point. The trivial part of our tradition and in terms of what we do as a Jewish people. The Intriguing World of Jewish Time. Rabbi David Heber, we are recommending it highly. Rabbi Heber, I take this opportunity to wish you a happy Chanukah. And uh, again, thanks so much for joining us this morning. And please remember, Matzah Shabbos, please save us. Say Talamutter. Yeah, 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 that's right. After all that, <laughs> after yeah. all that is right. I bought a counter. You know, you know what the, you know what the umpires use behind yes, the plate. Sure, I bought one of those for my ninety times Talamutter.
Rabbi Heber, if, any, if anybody else, ta- if anybody else, if anybody else told me that, I wouldn't believe it. In your case, you, you have my full faith on this one. Unbelievable, unbelievable. Thank you so much, Rabbi David Heber. Everybody on a Wednesday morning at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program, heard on listeners sponsored digital radio around the world, the web at nachumasigal.com and the nachumasigal network, and of course, any beloved NSN app. Oh uh-huh. 
block of sprawling lawns and fancy cars. He was so proud that he'd come so far. With the greatest of ease, he moved through high societies. That grocer's boy from the city streets. Well, he'd long since gone and changed his name. It was the only way that he could play the game. With neighbors like the Richardsons, the Williams and the Jones, what could he do with a name like Cohen? But he had one memory, yes, his father he did see, lighting colored candles on the windowsill. Eight days a year he'd light another candle every night, they lingered in his memory still. December came home from school, his little girl called Sue. She held a picture of an Xmas tree she drew. All the kids in my class have one, she said, with a tear. And could we have one in our home this year? He didn't know what to do with his little daughter Sue, although her desires he wished to fulfill. My dear Sue, listen to me, there's something better than a tree That lingers in my memory still With a menorah in his hand His dear wife said to him Joe, I just don't understand They've worked so hard to get to Where we are today And now what will we do? What will the neighbors say? Well, he lit those candles anyway Yes, there were five that night And from his window to the street Glowed the candlelight they were burning for an hour, maybe a little more, when suddenly Mr. Richardson stood there by the door. He said, would it be okay if a word to you I say, there's something about those candles you must know. Yes, they bring back memories of my father I still see, as he lit those candles many years ago. Yes, they bring back memories of my father I still see As he lit those candles many years ago He stepped outside later on that night And boy was he surprised He couldn't believe what he saw He couldn't believe his eyes From all the houses on their block Glowed candlelight From their windowsills And out into the night Yes, they had one memory, yes, their fathers they did see Lighting colored candles on a windowsill Eight days a year they'd light another candle every night It lingered in their memory still Yes, they had one memory, yes, their fathers they did see Lighting colored candles on the windowsill Eight days a year they'd light another candle every night it lingered in their memory still Yes, they had one memory Yes, their fathers they did see Lighting colored candles on the windowsill Eight days a year they'd light Another candle every night It lingered
JM and the AM colored candles. Uh, yes, yes, yes. That's uh, from Destiny. Uh, before that, you heard uh, Yeshiva Boys, Alanisim and Aniris Halalu. Kolachai with Tal. I figured if we had this whole conversation with Rabbi Heber about starting to save a Saint Talomotor, why not play Tal from Kolachai here at JM in the AM? Listener Sima says the convo with Rabbi Heber is fascinating. I appreciate that very much. Uh, <laughs> Devorah says, I'm impressed that you're considering 80 years from now. It gives me a good feeling that I'll hear this conversation then and you'll be having it with Rabbi Heber. I look forward. Oh, yes, I hope so. Um, Ellie says, how many of the clop-happy Gabai wannabes end up forgetting the insertions in their own silence? It reminds me, it's funny you say that. It reminds me of a, uh, of a, um, uh, of a episode that happened a few months ago on Rosh Chodesh at night. Uh, somebody announced right before Mariv, uh, don't forget Yalav Yavo. And then nobody clopped and nobody said anything at Shmonestre. So I screamed out, Yalaviovo. And the guy who made the announcement before Marv came over to me and he said, Thank you so much for making that announcement. I would have forgotten all about it. He had already announced it before Marv. So yes. That's actually pretty funny. And yes, Gedlev says no need for all the clopping, announce all the additions verbally before Marv. But of course, you know, hey. Uh, we agree with you, but uh, that might be going against the, uh, you know, Minig Yisrael. Maybe going against the custom of the Jewish people <laughs> to clop away. Um, anyway, so that's the update on those. Thanks, everybody, for commenting on the app. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. Don't forget Alanisim. Don't forget all the additions for Hanukkah. And continue to enjoy the delicious Sufganiyot and Latkes and the incredible game of dreidel. And the uh, wonderful Hanukkiyot, all those beautiful candles that are burning brightly. Tonight's the fourth night. Fourth night's pretty cool. That menorah, that Hanukkiyah starts to, you know, starts to really make a presence, make its presence known in the living room or dining room. <laughs> I think we could safely say that. So get ready for a wonderful fourth night of Hanukkah tonight. Uh, JM in the AM with a... Um, Big thank you to our friends at A&H, Abels and Hyman. They are getting ready for a big Shabbos Hanukkah, providing a whole bunch of delicious meat treats for everybody in our uh, listening audience and everybody in our community. If you have a kosher supermarket in your neighborhood, you know what you want to do. You want to get over to the A&H display at some point this week. Otherwise, go to the website, kosherdogs.net. Again, that's kosherdogs.net. 10% discount with promo code Radio. By the way, promo code radio is now working at shopeichlers.com. Anything this week at shopeichlers.com with promo code radio. Anything this week at shopeichlers.com with promo code radio. You get 10% off. That works. I know yesterday a couple of people got frustrated by it, but now it is working. And I hope everyone takes advantage of it. Promo code radio, shopeichlers.com all week long. 10% off. And of course, our friends at artscroll.com, you know the rule when you go to artscroll.com, no matter what you're ordering, always use promo code radio because in addition to your discount, you're getting amazing free shipping, always some benefit, and you know the rule. You go to artscroll.com, always use promo code radio. More coming up. It's JM in the AM on a Wednesday morning, brand new Maccabees. <laughs>
Cause I can sell those And sometimes it's just got me Light them candles in the window For it, that's cause it's Hanukkah Yeah, I like this and we will sing All those miracles that God did bring Yeah, my house, so we're gonna sing Cause we didn't listen to the king My menorahs looking pretty true Watch me, watch me
J.M. in the A.M. with Gershon Verobo, of course. Haneros Halalu. Uh, before that, London with Maoz Tzor. You heard 613 and Watch Me Spin. New York Boys Choir had Chanukah in there. Wednesday morning, Chanukah Sameach. Chag Urim Sameach to everybody. Tomorrow, by the way, Scott Shea, who is the um, co-founder and chairman of Signature Bank, he has written a book called Conspiracy U, a case study. It's a case study of his alma mater, Northwestern, in order to challenge the proliferation of anti-Zionist conspiracy theories championed on college campuses by both the far right and the far left. Conspiracy U, Scott Shea tomorrow on JM in the AM. If you don't get our daily thread, by the way, check it out, or I should say email of Rummy. And he'll check out your email. Make sure you get the uh, daily thread. 
AF at NahumSiegel.com. That's AF at NahumSiegel.com. Uh, well, uh, listener Cena says, best wishes for a very happy birthday. Going out to my newest grandson, Shmuley Deitch of Flatbush. Shmuley, with your wonderfully chill personality, you bring a special vibe, or is it ambiance to the whole family? Whichever, we're glad you bring it. It was great hosting you and Shandy in Florida, even though I wasn't there. Looking forward to seeing you both at the Hanukkah party. Happy birthday with much love from Bubby, Florida. And you know how we referred to her, the one and only listener Cena. Wednesday morning broadcast, JM in the AM. More coming up, uh, including this from Zusha. It's dark outside, but it's light in here. Hanukkah, Hanukkah is here. It's dark outside, but it's light in here. Hanukkah, Hanukkah is here.
Achenu Israel and Achim our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you with your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program, heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSiegel.com and the NachumSiegel Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing Wednesday. Happy Hanukkah, everybody. Chag Urim Sameach. Thanks so much for tuning in and being part of this amazing radio experience. Much appreciated. Tomorrow, Scott Shea. Conspiracy U is the name of the book. We speak with him tomorrow morning here at JM in the AM. Avrami's got a live lunch starting at 11 a.m. Eastern time. Make sure to be tuned in. And thanks so much for listening. Have a fabulous Wednesday. Happy Hanukkah. Until tomorrow, Nachum Segal reminding you, remember to past, live the present, and trust the future. <laughs>